everyone. Welcome back to Newsies Minute. The podcast where we analyze the 1992 Disney movie musical Newsies one minute at a time. I'm your co-host, Aaron. I'm your co-host, James. And it's Minute 69. Nice. Nice. (laughs) (laughs) I have this one starting with, you know, you should see Santa Fe. And going on through, of course, the city is very concerned that this event doesn't get out of hand. Right. Sarah gets real serious there at the end of this minute. She sure does. (laughs) No. No. They're two different scenes. Yeah, these are men doing men things, like talking about things. Yes. Jack thinks that Sarah should go see Santa Fe. It's a lot bigger. And the sky is different, and the sun is different, even though it's the same sun, which Sarah is quick to point out. (laughs) Now, what I want to know is, how does Jack know all this? I assume whatever that what that dime novel he was reading talks a little bit about it must yeah because it's not like he's ever been to Santa Fe right but he sure does speak with authority on the on the matter I mean that's just Jack being Jack I mean that is that is true yeah hashtag um, that's so Jack that's so Jack yeah I have that she is really upset about him leaving given that they've spent a sum total of four seconds with each other yeah I think again I, I put that in the box of yep teenagers. Yeah, but he's like, yeah, when the strike's over, I think I'm going to move to Santa Fe. And she's like, red face trying not to ugly cry. Right. Like, I mean, props to Ellie Keats for being able to turn the tears on like that. Because, I mean, she definitely is clearly about to cry. I mean... Like, I don't know what she prompted her own brain with yeah. to turn on the waterworks, but good for her. Yeah, I mean, her face does some stuff in this minute. Mm-hmm. Like... She- she goes through some some emotions yep. of all variety. Mm-hmm. I have. I wonder what Sarah's job is because she says I have to go to work. Oh, that's right. She does. Yeah. So she has a job. See, she's basically like the roundest character in this whole movie. Yeah. We'll find she, out later what her job is. Presumably, do we? sort of. Do we? Oh, we see her carrying a basket of laundry through the streets. Oh. Oh. I've always kind of assumed that she's like a laundress. Huh. And that's why she's taking down the laundry. Like she's go- she goes up to the roof to take down the laundry. I think it was maybe not um, her own, her own, or or the Jacobses. Yeah, yeah. I think it was maybe work laundry, but yeah. I don't know. <laughs> all right, I gotta I gotta put take all these all this laundry back to the Joneses. Hey, wait, did you did you punch these? <laughs> these yeah, socks punch- look distinctly punched. <laughs> punched holes in them <laughs> damn it now i have to mend them jack i'd punch them t- again i don't have time for this you punch them in santa fe <laughs> <laughs> pretty much so she probably is a laundress or that takes in laundry and then delivers it back to the people yeah that's my guess yeah. i mean it does seem kind of weird that she i don't know how laundressing in 1899 worked but right. it did it does seem weird that she would take in the laundry take it back to i guess her house yeah. To wash it and hang it up. I mean, I guess that is what you would do because it's not like she would have a laundry facility. But would you say I'm going, I have to go to work? I feel like maybe taking in laundry is sort of like a side gig. Maybe. Because like I have to go to work unless it's just Sarah being like, I need to leave this rooftop. I know I asked you up here, but like. This is not going well. I have to go to work now. Maybe going to work means taking down this laundry, yeah. taking it to the people it yeah. belongs to, picking up the next load of laundry from them or yeah. from their neighbor or the next client or whatever, taking it back to her house to start that load right. and then hang it up to dry and then go back to somebody else's house to pick up another load to wash and hang up to dry and then tomorrow she'll deliver more. I mean, I get that's going to work, I guess. Yeah. 
like I have to almost like I have to get start working. Yeah, I ha- was, I, I have work. Right. Was laundry washboards and stuff? At this point, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Weird. So, anyways, yeah. Who? I mean, yeah. She says that she has a job. She doesn't elaborate. My next note is about Jack's brilliant eloquence. Um, I said I used to think me. I used to think that mm-hmm. quote. And I'm not saying it should matter to you. I'm just saying, um, but does it matter? Mm-hmm. Was really really romantic. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, same. <laughs> It's really, really awkward and bumbly. But it's adorable. <laughs> he needs a mouth. He does. That maybe, sounded maybe, weird. Maybe not her brother, though. He needs partic- her brother to tell <laughs> her how much he wants to... <laughs> We're going to play Cyrano de Bergerac here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, cool. Who, who are we trying to seduce? Your sister. Wait, what's that? What? What's that? No? Tell your sister I want to take her on a train to Santa Fe. What does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> that better not mean what I think it means, Jack. No, it means an actual train to Santa. Trains don't go to Santa Fe, Jack. <laughs> uh, I know. Uh, I know. What's that? Pulitzer is giving in on the strike. I gotta go. Okay. Well, and then he he, he jumps off the roof like Batman. It's foreshadowing, is what it is. <laughs> I have to go sell some papes. Yeah, I have a note that if I liked Sarah. Yeah. This scene would be adorable. Yeah, yeah. And I would like her if the writers had done a better job with her. Um, I would like if she answered his freaking question. Mm-hmm. But she doesn't. She gives him a coy smile. Yeah. Which means, no, 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 I guess you'll have to see if I show up in a crowd later and kiss you. I mean, to be fair, well, first of all, we see her before that. I know. But also, the scene changes. We don't know what she said after the scene changed. It's, so it's the second scene, I guess, if I... I grew. I know there's several scenes in this scene, uh-huh. but we get back to the actual Newsies movie at the, in the next scene. Yeah, the Snyder scene ended with him really finishing what he was doing too. I mean, like he held he held out the coin and whatever. Yeah, and then we didn't see like. So wait, what about <laughs> what about yeah, Jack? I would, I would have loved <laughs> to have seen the way the rest of that scene played out yeah. with Snyder. I I honestly think he probably insisted upon searching the premises. Right. Well, and then I guess between that night and later this morning, he uh, he makes his way over to Pulitzer's office, I guess. Yeah, but we don't know that yet. We don't know that at all. As far as we know, Pulitzer's just talking to some the torso. Ma- the mayor. Well, we don't know that yet. Does he say Mr. Mayor in this? No. Yeah. But it turns out that it's true. the mayor. It turns out that it's the mayor. So far, it's just a headless torso. Nude yeah. corpse found on tracks. <laughs> <laughs> not connected to trolley strike right, right yeah it yeah because i think it basically pans over to this new scene in pulitzer's office and we just hear who we later find out is the mayor saying yeah. well of course the city's very concerned about this but we don't want it to get out of hand right because pulitzer well we'll find that out tomorrow yeah we're going to find out so much tomorrow so much oh boy i just am really excited for it's going to be a, a very, very happy Friday tomorrow. Yeah. I do apologize to all of our listeners this week that you got this kind of just like garbage, not part of this movie scene. I think it points to how great they are at writing this movie otherwise. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, I think that they were like, and then we have to have this. It feels shoehorned in. Yeah. Well, because again, nobody cares because nobody cares about Sarah because Sarah barely exists. Right. So if they had given us any reason to care about Jack and Sarah 
starting to have a relationship, then this wouldn't feel so shoehorned in. But they flirted once at dinner in what, like minute 20 something? Yeah. And that, yeah. Yeah. Minute 20 something. Because right now I'm editing minute 22 and we're still talking about meta. Right. And yeah, we haven't heard anything from this girl in 40 minutes. Right. Which is days. Right. And as we all know from having watched romantic comedies, days is like a lifetime in a movie relationship. That's true. That's true. I wouldn't be surprised at all if this scene was, well, Snyder's in that scene and then he's in this whole other different scene. We need something in between here. What if we, uh, you know, only have their entire romance in this, in, in between? I also wonder if maybe there was more with Sarah in an original draft that ended up getting cut or moved around. Yeah. I mean, for all we know, like, if this scene had happened the morning after the Santa Fe song. Yeah. That would have made sense. If Jack, instead of going back to the lodging house, if he had gone and slept on her fire escape, it honestly would have felt less creepy. It would have felt more, Jack, why didn't you just... Stay. Stay. Right. (laughs) But But, it would have felt less weird than showing up again days later. Right. Or if we had seen another scene where Jack had a meal at David's house. Right. Where we could see them interact some. But so far, they've had one conversation about nude and corpse. And yes, yes, you can have some more soup. (laughs) And that's it. That's it. Yeah. They've exchanged three words. Right. Nude, corpse, and yes. Right. (laughs) And... Then all of a sudden he's sleeping outside her window and she's super stoked to see him and crying because he's talking about moving. Right. Yeah. It just, yeah, it feels very shoehorned in. The relationship isn't developed. It feels very last minute. We got these notes. Yeah. We're not. The good. audience wants more of Sarah. Right. We're not good at Why? writing romantic scenes. <laughs> Nora Ephron wasn't available. Oh, man. Nora Ephron would have killed this. Yeah, she would have. Nora Ephron would have made Jack and Sarah into a whole other movie that would have been enjoyable to watch. We would have we would have been like, they're like, uh, like a Jack and Sarah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I still do occasionally reference that, but not in a good not way. Not in a good way. Right. <laughs> These right. characters and like, you know, I'm sorry, but these characters that you've written just feel flat. You know, like Jack and Sarah. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't get that reference. <laughs> Jack. Uh... You know, like, you mean Jack and Diane? Yeah. No. No. No, not like Jack and Diane. <laughs> Watch a movie. This is between me and my hypothetical person I'm beta reading for. Yeah. Meanly. Yeah. They probably don't like Stephen King either. They probably don't like Stephen King. I hate them. I do too. <laughs> they write bad characters. I know. Like the, Jack and Sarah. I bet the plot's not too great either. Anyways. <laughs> I don't have anything else for this minute. Yeah, I uh I don't either. Yeah, other than she doesn't answer him. So Yeah. Yeah. So that's gonna do it for minute sixty-nine. Nice. And that means that the truly nice uh minute is tomorrow. Yes. T G I F. TGIF. It's been a while since I've been this excited about a minute. Okay. It was one of those things where I was like, well, what if I looked up? (gasps) Oh, oh, you looked stuff up? Mm -hmm. I'm excited. Yeah, it's going to be good. Okay. So join us next time tomorrow. (laughs) But until then, why don't you follow us on Twitter? Yes. Who are your favorite rom-com writers and how would they have improved this scene? Yes. That's a fun one. Yeah. 
if you could have recast Jack and Sarah with other actors, like if we were to make a movie yeah. of the Jack and Sarah story and Christian Bale and Ellie Keats are not available, right. who would you cast? I sort of somehow, I've never seen any of them, but the you know the before sunrise, before sunset? I've heard of them. Yeah, the, it's like uh, uh, Ethan Hawke and a uh, French girl that is also in other things. Okay. It's basically like them talking and walking on Paris. Okay. For three movies. Okay. <laughs> so they're supposedly really good. Uh, they're uh, Cameron Crowe, I think. Okay. They're, they're supposed to be really, really good. I kind of get that vibe, and I think it's kind of like the whirlwind sure. feel of this, of this, like where it's like, you know, you don't fall in love with someone that you meet for the first day, um, yeah. sort of Kristoff style. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, You know, I do have to say, you pointing out how very accurate a lot of this stuff is to them being young stupid teenagers who don't know how to relationship or anything right. makes me feel a little bit better about it i still think it's really lazy screenwriting uh, yeah because on a bunch of different right. levels but you are correct that the delivery of these things it's really it's the delivery yeah it's christian bale and ellie keats do a good job of delivering all of these random little moments yeah. in a way that feels very real to teenagers now the fact that they both look like they're pretty significantly into their 20s even though christian bale was only 18 when they right. made this and i don't know how, how old ellie keats was i think I we remember. said that she was like 21 22 okay they remember. both definitely look older than that i felt she looked i kept they kept catching her and i kept being like oh whoa she looks really young Oh, interesting. In this, I, I like there were things that she would like. It was almost like mannerisms that huh. that, that that gave me a, a real feeling of like, oh, she's like sixteen, and she wasn't. But like there were a couple times when I was I weirdly was like, yeah, that this girl is younger, and I think that I have expectations of her that are higher because I know how old the actress was and stuff. And I think we we figured out how old we think she is based on how old we think David and Lesnar yeah. or whatever. But if she's like. 1718. Uh-huh. I think that that's that's way different than being like 1819. Sure. So, which actually I think we decided that she was uh school is a is a thing that I don't know how they were at the turn of the 20th century. Anyways. You know, if David's going to school and she's going to work, there's a good chance she's the oldest. She, I think she is definitely the oldest. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I know we discussed that. But I don't but, but I don't know what time what age she would have would she have dropped out of school? Would she have graduated school was school a thing in 1899 for women probably i would guess maybe middle school yeah she probably didn't go much past like 14 right. would be my guess they taught her that the sun in santa fe is the same as the sun in new york and then she's like that's all i need to know yep Peace that sounds out. relevant to a future conversation <laughs> yeah there are moments where she looks a lot like younger pictures i've seen of my aunt mm like just really resembles her in a way that I think makes me feel like she looks older than she is because in the pictures I'm thinking of, my aunt was like in her late 20s. Oh, okay. Um, And also, I think of my aunt as being an adult grown woman because she was, you know, in her late 20s when I was born. Right. So, yeah. And I think of Sarah as being much older than me because when I first saw this, she was much older than me. Also true. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, so I think that's why I, I keep thinking of them as appearing older. Yeah. I think that's why I feel like Jack looks older. Yeah. Is because when I saw this, Jack was 10 years older than me right. almost. So, right. yeah. I haven't calibrated my brain to the fact that I am now double the age that Christian Bale was right. in this movie. Yeah. I hate time. 
We also have a Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash Aaron and James. We are on there. And then we also have some content either there already or soon there uh, on the Scavengers Network Patreon, which is patreon.com slash the Scavengers Network. Yeah. So you should go check out both of those and see if either one appeals to you. Yeah. <laughs> Support me less, Patreon. This kid is really good. <laughs> <laughs> Let's wrap up and talk about tomorrow. Yeah. That's a thing. Let's talk about tomorrow, tomorrow. Yeah. Today. Today. It's with today, today. Great question. Different movie. Different movie, but the same? So come for Crutchy. The Scavengers Network. Creator driven. Community focused. Treasured content.